The Lord said to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, at twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw this, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather as much of it as each of your, you needs. An omer to the person according to the number of persons, all provided for those in their own tents. The Israelites did so, some gathering more, some less. When they, were measure, when they measured it with an omer, those who gathered much of it had nothing over, and those who gathered little had no shortage. And they gathered as much as each of them needed. And Moses said to them, let no one leave any of it over until morning. But they did not listen to Moses. Some of them left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and became foul. And Moses was angry with them. Morning by morning they gathered it, as much as each needed. But when the sun grew hot, it melted. The word of the Lord. You may be seated. Grace to you all this morning in peace from God. Amen. So the setting for this story is when the Israelite people are freshly in the wilderness. They have just fled their life as enslaved people in Egypt. God parted the Red Sea for them, and the whole people passed through from the life they've always known to the unknown life ahead of them. And now they stand at the other side of the sea, and the sea closes behind them, and the reality begins to set in. Yes, they might be free people, but they are also lost. They don't know where they are. They don't know where they're going. They don't know how they are going to survive. Their life looks different now. All the stories and expectations they relied upon have vanished. They feel lost and alone. They are in the wilderness. To be in the wilderness is to be without a story. In fact, the Hebrew word for wilderness can reasonably be translated as beyond words. Beyond words. Do you know that feeling? It's the feeling each of us gets when we find our normal has been ripped away. You've felt this. I know this. It comes with a diagnosis, a death, a divorce, the development of depression or anxiety, dread over our destabilizing climate, finding out you are pregnant, or finding out you are not pregnant. 
There are so many ways that each of you have entered into this wilderness, this place beyond words. Each of you has at one point in or another in your life found yourself standing like an Israelite in today's story on the other side of the Red Sea, wondering who you are and where you're going and how you're going to survive now that your normal is no more. And you know how badly you want the old normal back right then. You want to turn around, wade back through that sea, and make things like they were before. You want to re-enter the life you thought you would be living now. But the sea has closed behind you, and life is different. You are storyless, and that is the wilderness. It's easy to complain like the Israelites did in this place beyond words. Easy to feel like God has betrayed or abandoned you. But hear this this morning. God does not bring people to the wilderness to leave them there. When we read the Bible, we find a God who cares about our life and our freedom. And this God who acted in the Bible still acts in our lives. Now, sometimes God's action is very dramatic. Dramatic as a sea parting and people walking across on dry land. And when you are in the wilderness, when you have no words, that is the kind of God you want. That is the kind of action you want. A God who miraculously sweeps in and ushers us into the stories we wish we were living in. A God who brings back the old normal. But read the Bible. When you're in the wilderness, you've got to look for God to act differently. God appears in a different place in the wilderness. God is still acting for our freedom, but in ways that are ordinary and even subtle. You've got to recalibrate. In the scripture reading for today, God first says this to the people in a place beyond words. God says, In the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. You'd think that if God had wanted the people to know that God was with them, a bigger miracle might have been arranged. But this is how God chooses to be made known in the place beyond words. Not by mightily parting the sea and giving us what we want, but simply by giving us bread each morning, providing us nourishment day after day, blessing us on our way with common, humble, ordinary things. And so every morning, for 40 years, the Israelites lived in the wilderness, and they'd look out and they'd see the dew lifting, 
And there on the surface, all across the wilderness, would be a fine, flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. And what this shows is that God's presence and blessing in the wilderness isn't something separate from what's already there. What we need is here. God doesn't parachute loaves of bread miraculously from heaven every morning. No, the bread of God is baked into all of creation. It clings to everything that already is. Look closely at your lives. Look closely at the landscapes you inhabit. For the promise of scripture this morning is that there is a God-gifted residue spread across the landscape of your life, meant to feed you, given so that you might know that God is with you. God is saying to those of you who find yourself in the wilderness this morning, I am with you. I am already here. Gather me up in your daily living. Well, the Israelites had never seen anything like this. And so they ask, what is it? In Hebrew, the word for this question is manna. And that is what they call this bread. What is it? The bread's name is a question. And it's a question we only ask when we become curious. And when we're in the wilderness, curiosity is essential. It tunes our souls to notice how it is that God is showing up and how it is that God is providing for us. Pastor Beth started her examine course for adults this past Wednesday. They met in our historic chapel. The examine is a Jesuit way of praying where you take time each evening to bring the events of your day before God and to name and savor where it is that God showed up. The next day, I happened to talk with a member here who went to that class. She is walking the wilderness of loss, grieving the death of a family member. And she said this, if I hadn't taken the time to pray the examine, I would have gone to bed that day thinking that this was a day where grief practically took up the whole thing. But because I became present, I was able to see just how rich my day had been. How I was comforted by the sound of my husband and his friends conversing in the next room over coffee. How my daughter greeted me with a hug in the evening. And that, she said, was the presence of God. This woman asked, what is it? and found herself being fed by God. And manna, that's just half 
of what God gives the Israelites to sustain them in the wilderness. God sends them out to gather up the manna, and then God turns them around and sends them right back to each other. God sends them into community. And so the Israelites take what they have scooped up, and then they distribute it amongst themselves, generously giving when they have received more than they need, and gladly receiving when they have less. And after all, what else can they do? It's not like manna keeps. If they try to cling to it, like the normal they wish they were living in, it just breeds worms. And so they must learn to let it go. They must learn to release it each evening and trust that God will provide for them again in the morning. This faith, it's not something we do. It's something that God does in us and for us. It's a matter of learning what it is that we can hold to and learning what it is we must release into God's hands and learning to look for God's new blessings each morning. This is how God chooses to provide for us. Not one time, not a dramatic memory that we cling to. No, day by day, turning us into new pathways. God does this so that we do not cling too tightly to any blessing, any manna, any normal we find ourselves inhabiting. Instead, God wants us to make a deep pattern in our lives. A pattern where we look for God in our daily surroundings. A pattern where we share richly in community until all have enough and a pattern where we let go at the end of each day. The Israelites are enlisted in this pattern, and as these rhythms of noticing and sharing and releasing take root, something remarkable happens. They are changed, and in due time, they find themselves in the middle of a new normal. And this is how, in the wilderness they are living in, in that place beyond words, God begins to write a new story. People of God, hear the good news today. When our stories are snatched away, when our normal crumbles, God enlists us in God's own story. It's not one we can ever know completely in this life, but morning by morning, in our noticing and our sharing and our releasing, God shows up and God feeds us and we taste the story that God is writing across this whole universe. Amen.